buried the second chance for him of a four-point play. Crawford got fouled, and he's got a chance for a four-point play. As Thompson hits it, and a foul! Chance for a four-point play! Harden, step back, gets fouled, and one! Chance for a four-point play as Harden knocks down his first three-pointer of the game. Welcome, guys. We're now formatting our podcast to a new type of podcast. So before the PBC pod was actually all sports-based, um, but we're now just moving into basketball as the most enjoyable topic. So this new podcast is going to be called The Four Point Play. It's still going to have Stavros, Barbas, Paps and myself on. But yeah, we're going to try to get this to you weekly and um, have lots to talk about given that the NBA season is just around the corner. So I thought what we'd do, we'd uh, start off by giving you a, a rundown of what the pod is going to be about today. So we're going to have three sections. Section one is going to be about our fantasy NBA draft, which just took place last night. Um, we have nine people in the league, the usual usual suspects. Um, we're going to give you a rundown of who went high in round one, round two, um, and I guess just dissect a couple of the teams. The second section is going to be about um, uh, the two most, um, I guess, exciting things that each of us are looking forward to in this upcoming NBA season. And the third part, which is going to be the majority of this pod, is going to be an over-under pod based on um, both the Vegas and sports bet lines for their um, over-under. So I guess how many games that team is expected to win this season. So I think we should get straight into it, boys, just quickly. Um, how we been? We've been good? Yeah, ready to rumble. Always good, ready to rumble. Excited for the NBA to come back. Perfect. So we had our NBA draft last night, um, as I just said, and... Uh, Barbers had the third pick, I had the fourth pick, Stephen had the ninth pick, and Adam had the eighth pick. So what we're going to do, we're just going to give you a rundown of the top nine that went, and then I guess get each of the guys to explain why they took that person at that pick. So James Harden went number one, Anthony Davis went number two, and then number three was Giannis Antetokounmpo, which is a bit of a steal. Absolute steal. Yeah, I was uh, was buzzing to get Giannis at at three. Um, I was actually planning on taking Harden because I was going to take him a little bit higher than what he because his rank was five um, and I was happy to take him at three mm. um, but yeah no, I was mm. once Giannis was still there and yeah it was kind of a no-brainer yeah I was very lucky I was uh, I was actually the fourth pick straight after you and I was licking my lips because he hadn't been picked yet and I thought <laughs> all right here we go I'm going to take him because I definitely would have taken him with my number one pick mm. so um, so then with my fourth pick I took Stephen Curry reason behind that is, as everyone would know, he's the go-to guy at the Warriors, has been for many years, but this year he's going to be, has to be at his best, as he's there. Yeah, he's their key source of offense, and from all reports and preseason games, he's looked good, um, and he's one of the MVP favorites, so I thought, you know, if he's putting up 30 points a game, it's a good start to get me some points as my, uh, my, my big pick. Mm. Fifth was a bit surprising for me. Um, fifth was Damian Lillard. I didn't think he'd go that high. Who took him? Uh, uh, Antonio, the Macedonian Marbles. Good pick. I don't know, because there was still LeBron, Carl Anthony Towns, that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's a bit... Should have gone higher. Yeah, so Kat's actually projected second, but he he's, went... Um, I think he's going to have a... There's people are projecting him to have a massive year this year. So, mm, so he went sixth to Mason, um, and then seventh was LeBron James, which is probably I reckon, the lowest LeBron would have gone in. Yeah, but I think mm. due to the fact that he's got... He only played 55 games last yeah. season. I think... Could also, could also help his case at the end by 55 games. Yeah, this is the freshest I, he could have ever been. Mm. I guess so, but still, what, he's 35 now? So Mike tough. won his sixth championship, 36. So. Adam, who did you take? I took um, Russ. And why did you take Russ? 
Because there wasn't really anybody else in Hornets. KD oh, was injured. Just for the listeners, let me tell you who else was around. So there was Jokic, there was Simmons, Embiid, Bill, Busevich, Mitchell, Butler, Leonard, Doncic, George. There's like Siakam. There's yeah, like but how many of those? Are, yeah, but how uh, many? How many of those are pick ones? I probably would have rather Ben Simmons personally. I think Russ is a triple point. No, yeah, sorry, he's, he's playing with Harden now, triple so it's going to be a bit God. more difficult. <laughs> and is he injured? Yeah, he's got his fine. It's all right. I mean, no one's going to. Shame you for taking Russell Westbrook in the first round. He's a he's proven time. Don't know he would. He's won an MVP. Yeah, no. The only thing that probably wouldn't be on his side is the ball usage in terms of the amount of time the ball being his hand this year compared to previous years. But he'd always go number one um, in the first round, I think. And the ninth pick, stuff. Who did you take? Nikola Jokic. Uh, big pick. He's a. In terms of this fantasy league, you look for players that get offensive boards. And, and can do a lot of things. Pick Jokic because I I saw where I was sitting, so I kind of had to readjust where what who I wanted to take. Yeah, Jokic was probably in my top five kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Him, uh, if if I had a high pick, Harden was Harden or Giannis was depending on who was available. Still, was going to go, but because I was had the ninth pick, I kind of had to like readjust where I was sitting in terms of what I needed. Yeah, and everyone was going for the standard small forwards and and and, and shooting guards and point guards. So, mm-hmm. no center went. So I had to take a center. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a, and he's probably the best center in the league, to be honest. Yeah, well, you probably the second best center. Carl Anthony Towns already went, so. Oh, in terms of fantasy, in terms of fantasy, in terms of fantasy. But there's a lot more things than Carl Anthony Towns. And then we might just go through everyone's second picks. Um, so then Ben Simmons went first in the second round, and Bede went second in the second round. And then, uh, Barbara, who did you take with your second pick? Oh, Bradley Beal. And why'd you take Bradley, why'd you take Bradley Beal? Oh, I needed a shooting guard because there's no good ones out there. And he's just, I don't know if you. Follow, follow. Oh, also he's Washington's best player. Yeah, and don't know if you follow the NBA, but he just signed on. So that's a pretty safe move. Um, with my second pick, I took Vucevic from the Orlando Magic. Um, all-star last year. I thought he would have another good year. I'm not overly happy with my pick, but I just knew I needed a good center and there wasn't too many around. I was going to take Drummond, so went with him. Vucevic is so consistent. I've had Vucevic before and he's just... Class. My only issue is that Aaron Gordon's going to have a big year. That's why I also took Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you took a lot of magic ones. I did. But we might just skip the other people and just go to you, your guys' picks. So, uh, Adam, who did you take with your second pick? Luca. Luca. Any reason why? The reason why is because he had a, such a f- like phenomenal start to the season last year. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to pinch him at the start of this year. Mm-hmm. And then I'll Trade ship value. him off. Trade value. Halfway through. And stuff. <laughs> bit of a controversial second pick for you. Who did you take? Was Paul George. Took Paul George. He's injured. He's going to miss probably three or four weeks, I think. So mm-hmm. it's a big move, but, you know, it's to, be honest, to, have... to be honest, I didn't know he was injured. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. But and in saying that, I did some, some research on his previous season last year. So he was, what, second in the MVP. Finished fairly in the top five of um, fantasy. So mm-hmm. he's a fairly consistent player. And I've seen what he can do in the previous years in playing fantasy. So... I think he'll carry that team a lot more during the season than Kawhi will as well. Yeah, and so. especially with Kawhi's load management towards mm-hmm. the middle part of the year, he'll have to kind of step up a little bit. But honestly, because I had such really low picks, I wasn't picking... I'm essentially disadvantaged with picking 18 and picking 9. Yeah. So I've got a very limited crop of who I can pick, so I kind of had to... Yeah, no, they weren't. They both, both were good picks. I'd say he's a better fantasy player than Kawhi. Yeah, mm. probably purely the fact because he does he, he can rebound the ball, he, he assists the ball, probably probably assists more than what Kawhi mm. would do. I know that like if you look at my, you go deep into my roster, they can still play. Mm. Can't I, can't argue with that. I mean, he's been consistent the last three to four years, maybe longer than that. But I mean, he's been very good the last three to four years. What I mean, we might do just because we're gonna be close to wrapping up this segment because we just might give everyone a third pick that we picked, mm. um, and then 
that's enough. We can keep them updated with our fantasy as we go um, and the matchups we have. Um, so with your third pick, Jordan, you took... You did take Andre Drummond, and is that purely because of his rebounding? Because yeah. he does get about I think, 15, 16 rebounds yeah, and a game. He'll probably go and get himself like a double double majority of games. And you're going you're to add three points for double double, which mm-hmm. always helps. Yeah. Um, a third pick for the fourth pick in round three. I took my boy, who I've always been a big fan of, Drew Holiday. Um, New Orleans is still his team for now, at least. Um, and Drew I think, and I think he's going to really take the leadership and take control of that team. So he will still be getting your. 20-odd points game and you'll get your six or seven assists and that sort of stuff and that that thing correlates well to fantasy. Um, Adam, with your third pick, you took? Zach Levine. Yes, and based on previous years? Or? Apart from him being like a bull, mm-hmm. but it's more like... Chicago is like He is, yeah, he's pretty much the main guy there now. If he stays fit and he can get some good players around him, some fit players around him, then his assists will go up and the space on the floor will move which makes it easier for him to go and dunk. <laughs> What's so, been really impressive for me with Zach, Zach Levine is just the way he's been able to score from pretty much anywhere mm. and just his consistency. He's also got, in the preseason, he's playing half the game or half the amount of minutes, mm. but he's already averaging more than what he was averaging last year. Mm. I know it's only preseason, but I mean, that's something yeah. to look at. Of course, of course. So, yeah. And start with your third pick you took. Was it Deep Book? He did, wet like Book. Yeah, why would you take Book? Um, he's good. always consistent every year, so... He's a good fantasy player, though. He is, so... I needed a shooting guard, and there's not really many out there, so I think he's, he's the main man in Phoenix. Yep. So, no. yeah, again. And what I might do is... Um, I, have, I have a question for the table. Yeah. Who who do you feel like in your team was like a steal, or like a, an undervalued player type of thing? Who who picked up? Honestly, I think, um, for me, it's probably Zach Levine. Yep. Yourself, Jordan? Yeah, that's... Yeah, Giannis. 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 And stuff. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards either like um, Brandon Ingram. Yep. Or maybe even Kemba Walker. Um, for me, uh, I love already mentioned Aaron Gordon. I think he's a big year, but probably Chris Porzingis if he stays fit yeah. and healthy. Oh, I did think. you get him? Oh, I got him. When you took him, I was about to pick him fourth, fourth round. I didn't realise he was still there. Yeah. Um, as my I really uh, hope he's come back. Fellow fellow pod member just reminded me. Um, we do have another pod member on here. Um. Chucky Suggs is not here, but I was going to tell you who he got in his draft. He got a fairly good team. Yeah, so with his first pick, he took Carl Anthony Towns. With his second pick, he took Jimmy Butler. With his third pick, he took DeAndre Russell. So yeah, got a strong team as well. So that wraps up that sort of uh, segment on the fantasy basketball. Um, we'll keep you updated with how we go, our weekly matchups. And who's sitting where in the conference? Is the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference? I've been drawn in the East. I don't know about you boys, but um, I'm in the East. I believe Barbas is in the West. I think I'm in the West as and well. In the West. So, so what we're going to do now is we're going to move into um, a section which I explained at the start of the pod where we're all going to give you two things that we're most excited about. Um, I'm going to give each pod member two minutes to not sell us on why they're excited about it, but um, just give you a rundown. And I'm actually going to have Siri give me a hand with the two minutes. So, Star Wars, would you like to go first? I would love to go first. All right, here we go. Siri. Okay. Siri, can you please give me a timer for two minutes? Okay, two minutes and counting. So, one thing I'm, I'm really interested to see and excited for this year, it's kind of moved away from the big three. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the two-man, like, stars of the league type thing and see how they're going to... When you've got, say, two big teams and two big stars, I guess another two big teams or two big stars, 
how that's all going to play out and how they're going to, for example, the first game is Lakers versus Clippers. I know that uh, George isn't playing, but just to see how how teams adjust to those like different types of matchups. How are you going to guard a big in Anthony Davis? How are you going to guard LeBron? How are you going to go against KD and, and Kyrie when they're together? Just things like that. I know that people are kind of going towards their... Like you see some in the East have got two big men or two kind of small guys. Then you've got one big, one small. You've got versatile players. So I'm really interested to see how, how that all works and how it's going to spread the floor a little bit in terms of that. And then do I say another one now? Yeah, or? you got another one? So another one I've got is it's interesting to see what, what's going to happen in the East because you've got, you've got uh, Brooklyn popping up. You've got Philly who've added some good players. You've got, I think Boston will still be up and about there. Who's going to be... And then you've got... Um, Giannis there who's going to be that next kind of tier I don't know whether Toronto will still be mm. so I know the West is always just so full on but now the East has got it's got good players in there you've got Jimmy Butler in Miami so that kind of brings in a whole another like another team that could potentially be that top five and who's how's that sort of play out with the with the East is going to be very interesting do you have um, could you give us I guess three people that you'd lock in to make the Eastern Conference playoffs uh, you go Philly Milwaukee and Brooklyn Awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm very interested to see how the two-man, mm. um, I guess, game's going to work. Because there's a lot of, like, like you said, there's Russ and Harden. There's yeah. Paul George and Kawhi, LeBron and AD. Who else is another strong two-man team? Doncic and... Doncic and uh, Chris Tapps. Yeah, you can even yeah. say Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. You know, yeah, yeah. See, it's not like it's not like you've got your typical like small and big. You've got two bigs, you've got two smalls. It's very... Kobe Wine, Zach Levine. It's got, two, it's got different <laughs> varieties and different elements on and what teams even, believe they think it's going to win a championship. Even following on from that, I think it gives a lot of the like fringe players an opportunity to see who yeah. steps up mm. and like is is like worthy and better mm. of what they've been receiving. That third spot, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, well, I'll go next. Um, Siri... Can you give me a timer for two minutes? Okay, two minutes and counting. Perfect. All right, so the two things I'm going to quickly discuss with you guys is first, the rookie battle. So what I'm looking forward to most this year is who's going to be rookie of the year. I think um, I've I've narrowed it down to five people. Um, Special mention to Jam Rant, but I don't think he's going to be in the five. So the five people that I am most looking forward to to win the rookie of the year, I've got Zion, RJ, MPJ as in Mark Porter Jr., Tyler Harrow, and Kobe White. So just looking at their stats, Zion's averaged 23 points per game, RJ 15, MPJ 9, Tyler Harrow 14, and Kobe White 19.2. So I think they're pretty well-rounded. They've all, along that, they've all been getting their, um, their rebounds up, their assists per game, their steals per game. Um, so my tip for Rookie of the Year um, was Michael Porter Jr. I've got money on that. Um, but that's what I'm most interested in. I think it's going to do, go right down to the wire. The second thing that I was going to talk about is, or what I'm most looking forward to, is the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I think when it comes to over and unders, we're not doing locks, but they would be my lock for uh, a big over. I think they're going to be the Eastern Conference champions, and I think they're going to be possible NBA champions. I love their lineup. I think the pickup of Al Horford's amazing. Yeah. You, you, got a, you got a guy who's coming off a 14 point per game, seven rebound per game, four assists per game, one steal per game, one block per game. Adding that into the team is obviously going to uh, be a benefit. And in particular, I love the Josh Richardson signing. So he's a six foot six guard, great two-way player. 
um, very defensively sound and can space the floor. So I think that he can be the guy that can guard the small players. And just looking at his last year's stats, he's averaging 16 points per game, three assists per game, three rebounds per game, four assists per game, and one steal per game. So you add that into a Philadelphia team, which has already got Embiid, Simmons, Harris, I think they're going to be Eastern champs. Very nice. Very nice. See, I, I, I agree with you on that. That's one thing I liked about the East is because Philly, adding, adding Horford kind of releases Embiid a little bit in terms of doesn't have to like his workload. Yeah. Because obviously he can play center, but Embiid's very injury prone, so they'll manage him a bit more mm. with with Horford there because he can play that that role. And they've also center. got there's also I didn't mention it because I didn't have time, but they've also got uh, Matisse Tybal who everyone's mm. loving his defense. They go deep into their and, bench and, in terms of young players. So. I love the dynamic with they have because they've got rid of like, Jimmy Butler out of there, but they've kind of got a well-rounded team now, not just an eccentric kind of shooting yeah. top team. For sure. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Siri. Certainly am. Give me a timer for two minutes. Your timer is set for two minutes. Thank you very much, Siri. So, I recently have uh, been looking at the Lakers. Um, just having a look at them, I think it's if it's a conference finals or bust yep. that Anthony Davis trade for now will be a bust that I make conference finals straight away. Are you saying like the first year or the first year? So um, at the moment, right, I think that with a fully refreshed LeBron, he's got a new All Star teammate, new coach. He's kind of in. I feel like a lesser. Or maybe not as strong West Western Conference with now Katie going, he's done, and also Clay Thompson's obviously blown blown his knee out, which obviously sucks. But I mean, yeah, I'm just thinking that at the moment, if the Lakers don't make the conference finals, it's a bust, complete bust. Uh, my next topic is the rise of the cellar dwellers in the East. I think we're going to see the Celtics drop just. Drastically, and I can't wait for that because Bill Simmons would just be crying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that not really being biased, but I think that Chicago is going to be rising up. I hope. I think they. I think they can sneak into the playoffs. I also think that New York. There's something brewing with RJ Barrett there. I, I'm actually really excited about New York, but I feel like New York are going to come up, and I think Atlanta as well. They may have. They may, may make some moves as well, which I'm hoping for them to do as well. But that's pretty much me for the moment. Yep, That's so do you think, think do you think like uh say a team like Phoenix who have gone all in this year by Ricky Rebo, Darius Harris, do you reckon that'll be a, a I saw Phoenix and I think that they can actually go up with the way they've recruited, so what do you reckon like uh, like Orlando and you've got um Pistons with like adding D Rose, adding mm. little bits of pieces. The Pistons as well, but also they're quite an old team. But yeah. that I reckon like like you like that bottom half of the, the, the playoffs is gonna be very interesting, like year five to eight. Yeah. Who finishes that? Who knows? I think yeah, it, it is sort of make or break with Lakers. Um, but I think they're all they all really understand that LeBron's at this point in his career. He's tr- he's going to take not a backward seat, but you know he's got his guy now. And if he if they do this right, he can get another two three rings. I feel like they need to be in the conference finals this year. Yeah. They they may not win it. That's okay. But they need to be in the conference finals this year. But I think if they do get in the conference finals, they probably will win it. If they stay fit, they definitely. Hey, yep. I, I'm totally sure about it. All right, Barbara, you ready? Yep, born ready. Hey Siri, can you give me a timer for two minutes? Okay, two minutes and counting. Okay, we're gonna open it up a little bit more to a uh, an awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got, I actually have written down um, my MVPs, my Rookie of the Year, my Defensive Players, my Six Man. So um, my MVP this year will be Giannis again. Mm-hmm. 
back to back. I think that uh, they'll win a lot of games um, and he'll have the same season. Hopefully they keep him fresh enough for the finals. Um, rookie of the year, and once again, Zion, stay fit, please, for the love of everyone. I just want to see him just do his thing. That would be amazing. Um, my defensive player of the year, I'm going to give to Rudy Gobert. Um, just super consistent. I think, you know, he'll definitely be up there. Sixth man of the year, uh, Bogdanovic. Um, the one from Indiana, I yeah, assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, reason being, yeah, he's going to play a lot more minutes, uh, which means his stats will be a bit higher. Um, and my most improved, I'm going to give to Lonzo. Um, I think he would have learned a lot off um, Rondo, playing with LeBron, um, got a bit of experience. I'm hoping he puts a bit of a bigger season together and uh, goes and wins most improved. Um, I think uh, the, the last thing is just who's going to be the champs. And I've got either the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, and Do you think- my Lonzo improvement is basically my second point. Um, I just think him teaming with Zion, that could just be a freak show at, at uh, New Orleans. Um, they just, honestly, they're just the team that... Zion especially, um, if he's not healthy, could just be the biggest dud ever. Is it just me or does does it it look like Zion's carrying a couple extra kegs? Yeah, he definitely is. I don't know, I haven't haven't seen him. He's a big dude. He's 130 kilos. That's a a heavy guy. Just just your point, yeah, I I like the picks that you've picked. They've gone fairly safe because you've gone a defensive player of the year that's already won one. You've gone an MVP who's already won one. You've gone the two favourites. And the rookie of the year, you've gone for the favourite. But I do like uh, your picks. And like you said, Zahn's probably um, the only thing stopping him is his own health. But mm. when you said biggest bust ever, no, it's not correct because they did have Anthony Bennett who yeah. came to the league. Isn't probably, it? Yeah, I understand as number ones, but there's nothing, there's More no hype. kind of hype that's been around. Yeah, Zion. but I think. Maybe that's social media. But I think that's not a bust then. No, no, I'm not saying bust, but I just. No, no, if, if, if Zion doesn't win rookie of the year, his, it's his. So Hang on, there's okay. two different points here. He's saying it's injuries. So if he gets, just saying, because yeah, so yeah. him getting injured doesn't mean he's a bust because you've seen he's got the natural talent to be oh, a superstar. No. If he doesn't win Rookie of the Year and he's healthy, then yes, it's a bit of a disappointing season. Yeah, yeah, but he's saying injury. Yeah. Um, so that wraps up that segment. We're going to go into a break, and uh, when we get back from the break, we'll be covering the over and unders of each team. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now We got the real jam going down Welcome to the Space Jam Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam Alright Welcome back to the Four Point Play. As per usual, we want to thank uh, our sponsors as we're a new podcast. Don't actually have many sponsors as of yet, but if you are willing to get on board with us, then we will be more than happy. But we will give a shout out to ICAN.WA if you are looking for a reusable keep cup or a water bottle. Go to their website, their Instagram page, and hit them up. Would be much appreciated. And for free shipping, type in the code free shipping. All right, we are going to go into the big segment of this podcast. It is called the over and unders. If you are unfamiliar with how this works, essentially the game that they're predicted to win comes out, say on Sportsbet, and they give you a number based on their previous year's win total. Yeah. So essentially what I've done here, I've developed a table and I've got every team's over under that they give you the line and then also the amount of games they won in 2018, 2019. 
instead of just doing east and west, just to make it easier for us, I'm just going to go down alphabetically. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we say it, we can say if you're in the east or the west, it's quite simple. I should let you know, um, Mason, a fellow pod member, he's already given me his over and unders. So when we are doing our predictions, I'll read out what he's given us, and he's given us a little bit of a spill that I can summarise for everyone. So the first thing we're going to do is Atlanta. Um, Atlanta are coming off a 29-season win. Um, their over and under this year is 33.5. Okay, so that means they're predicted to win four games more than last year. Just my little spill on Atlanta, I've gone the over. I think they're a better team a year on after having played with each other. They've got a lot of young players. I think Trey Young's going to be better in his second year. I'm a big, big fan of John Collins. I think that's their main dude around the team. So if he plays, they're good. Yeah, so I've gone over on Atlanta. And my brother has also gone over. Um, just reckons they're ready to push for the next level and have a heap of young talent. Not a lot of value in having tanked this season and you think they'll be competitive in a week east. So yeah, intrigued to hear what I you guess. guys want to say. So Stubbs, do you want to go first? I agree. I reckon they go over. Obviously, they're improving on last year. Four more games than last year is probably reasonable. I'd probably say they're around about there. Yep. I wouldn't say over by a lot, but yeah, definitely think. Barbers, uh, is it definitely a weaker draft next year? So, like, what I think is that they've got. I've already got a lot of young talent. I don't think they'll have a reason to tank yet. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, over. Well, experience wins games. And Adam, over, over, cool. So all of us clean sweep have gone over. All right, Boston Celtics. Last year, they won forty nine games. That's with a team with Kyrie Irving. Um, they picked up Kemba Walker in the off-season. They picked up Ennis Cantor. They have lost Al Horford. So they won 49 last year, and this year they've given you the line of 48.5. Adam, what do you think on the Celtics? Um, without a doubt, they're going to be under. They've lost Kyrie Irving. They've lost Al Horford. Yep. And I just think that they're just not going to be as competitive this yep. year. That's plain and simple. And so, uh, Barbers? Do you think there's such a big difference between Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving? I, don't, I think Kyrie Irving's definitely a better player, but if you put... Kemba in a, in a good team. Uh, figure the sake. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, I I think Kemba is... He can do other things better than... Kyrie's more... Can score the ball probably better and more easily than Kemba, but Kemba does a lot more other things. And mm. Kemba so was having that MVP kind so, of... So, so, Barbers? Yeah. Uh, I'll go under. You're under? Yeah. And sub? So, Clean sweep again. I've also gone under, um, purely based on, I think... They're going to struggle big time defensively. Al Holford is a massive loss. Aaron Baines is a massive loss. And I was speaking to my brother beforehand. He reckons they're pretenders. Doesn't like their front court, which is Ennis Cantor and whoever else they got back there. He goes, going from Holford and Baines to Taco Fall and Ennis Cantor is a kick in the teeth. I'll believe the hype when I see Tatum. Tatum can start driving. Yeah. And that's true because if Tatum oh, starts driving, then he can get, but, get, but, into, but, get but, into the line and see three throws, I think. Yeah, yeah now he can. Do. He has the opportunity with that Kyrie, isn't it? Of course. So they've all gone under, which is good. Um, All right, so we're going to do Brooklyn now. So the Brooklyn Nets, everyone knows, big hype around Brooklyn. They had such a good year last year that it made them an attractive destination. They had a lot of young players coming through. They had a good system, they had a good coach, and they were able to, uh, I guess, outperform every benchmark that was set for them. So Brooklyn Nets, last year they had 42 wins. This year, the line that they're over under, they've given them is a 44.5. So I'm going to go with you, Barbers. What do you think about this? They've added Kyrie Irving, obviously, Kevin Durant, and John Ray Jordan. I reckon under. I, I personally, I just don't like Kyrie stuff. It's, this is a difficult one because obviously you add Kyrie and KD, they give you that that extra three games. Yeah. That you need. yeah. But I think new team, new dynamics takes a while, and then obviously we're gonna suss the team out and then throw yeah. KD and lay it back into the year. I know KD is an amazing player, but I just feel like they're gonna so go, go so under. under. I'm going cool. under. Perhaps. I'm going under as well. Yep. I um 
I also am going the under. And, yeah. so, and same as Sug. Yeah, I'm a big, big disbeliever in the Brooklyn Nets. The thing that made them an attractive team was the players they got rid of. Correct, yeah. So they, they've gone rid of the system. And as I think Kyrie and KD said, they they liked the way they played. Yeah, great. You they, you liked the way they played, but now you're there. You're not going to play that way. Yeah. Um, and John Roger was a nothing player. It was a team and for them to take I think getting rid of D'Angelo and I think getting rid of uh, Rondell Hollis-Jefferson and a couple of those players... I think they're going to be under this year. Maybe next year with KD, they'll definitely be over. This year, under. So, once yeah, again, we've all clean, sweeped it. Mason said, this is a guess for me. Go either way. He loves Karis LeVert. Doesn't see him the team rolling the way they did last year. Waiting for Curry to implode the Brooklyn Nets. Charlotte, probably the worst team this year. Um, they have gone from winning 39 games last year to having a over-under of 23.5. They have obviously lost Kemba. Signed Scary Terry, and they've just got a ton of players who are very, very mediocre on big money who they can't move anytime soon. So you're looking at the starting five is um, you got Nicholas Batum, Marvin Williams. You got a lot of mediocre players on big money. So is Michael Gilchrist there? Yeah, him too. MKG. So Barb is twenty three point five. That means they're going to win sixteen games less, but they're without oh, Kemba Walker. That's a big difference. Under. I'm Under. hoping a lot of teams improve. Uh, stuff. I'm going over. Over. And perhaps... They've got to go over. I personally have gone under, same as Mason, and the reason I have is because I think they're a garbage team. When you look at the Knicks last year, they won 17 games, and I think Charlotte will be about that this year, so they've gone under. Yeah. My brother pretty much said they've got inefficient high-volume scorers, so they're going to go under. Uh, Chicago. Um, great team. Everyone loved a bit of... Actually, there's actually a fair bit of hype around them. Um, they've gone from winning 22 games last year to having an over-under of 32.5. So they have to win 11 more games this year. Uh, I'll start this one off. I'm going to go over for the Chicago Bulls. I think they've got a great young core. You've heard a lot about Larry Markner, who's maybe yet to prove himself, but he's got a lot of potential. Um, You've got, you got Zach Levine, who's he's been proving himself uh, last two years. Um, you've got Otto Porter Jr., who I liked at Washington. You've got Wendell Carter Jr., who everyone hypes over. And you've also got Thomas Sadaransky, who I like. He's will be playing as well. Thad Young. Thad Young, yeah. So they've got a good team there. So I'm going to go over. Uh, Sug has gone over again. Not feeling confident on this one. Um, Chicago should win more games as a franchise. They had so much success. I think the fans have become aggravated if they have another long season. I want to say they win 35 games. Surely time for a revival. What's, uh, what's the over-under? 32.5. They won 22 last year. Steven? I think they win about the 32 mark. But I'm going to go over. Jordan? I'm going to go under. Yeah, yeah. under. <laughs> um, I'm going over. Cleveland, they won 19 last year, and this year their over-under is 24.5, so they need to win six more games this year. <clears throat> their team hasn't changed, um, they've got a lot of young players. I think this one here, the only reason I've gone over this one is because I'm assuming that Kevin Love plays and stays, even if he doesn't stay, they get something out of Kevin Love, but this whole over for me is dependent upon Kevin Love. I mean, they got Colin Stexton, they got a few good uh, Darius Garland. But for me, I've gone over. Um, Sug's gone under. They'll blow this up before season's end. First year head coach who is 66, but I understand they need for patience. They'll trade love. It depends if what they get back for him changes their season late. So he's on the same page as me, but he's gone under. Um, Jordan? I'll go over. Based on? Kevin Love. Yeah, because he's in your fantasy team. Yeah. Steve? Under. Perhaps I'm going over based on this guy's 66 years old he's, 30, he's, he's got 30 years of experience <laughs> yeah, a, I think, a lot of experience I, I think this one's going to divide a couple of people so the next one we've got is the Dallas Mavericks 
Um, last year they won 33 games. This year the over-under is 40.5, so they're going to win eight more games to beat that. Um, I've gone over purely dependent upon Kristaps staying fit and him and Luca forming some form of chemistry. I hate to see Kristaps play well, and that's the only reason, one, I picked him up my fantasy draft, and two, I've gone the over. Because then I can have a win-win sort of. Because I hate seeing him do well. So I've gone over. You'd love to hear what my brother said. Screw Plazingas and Dallas Mavericks. I hope Luca gets shut down. I hope Chris Stapps throws a sook and Cuban kicks his ass out of Dallas. This one is an emotionally fueled under for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Such a um, I, think, I think they're going to go... Well, there's that over 40. That's yeah, a lot. 40.5. It's a lot of games. Who else is that? Yeah, uh, they've got Boban. As well, Boban, yeah, yeah. They lost a few players. I mean, but I think, I think, I reckon they're going to go over. I think the point is, if I was to say to you, who's their third best player, no one's going to be able to give me an answer. Boban. They'll say Seth Curry, they'll say um, Boban. You say I'm, Adam. I'm, I'm fantasizing and, and seeing Chris Stapps have a good year. Over and stuff? Under. Under. Cool. I about the 39 game mark. So Denver won 54 last year, and they predicted to win, uh, sorry, the over-under is 53.5, so quite literally the same. So. Um, I think they're under purely, I think they kind of overachieved last year, I think they played quite well, I think they played as a team, but I think that they're going to go under this year. Stephen. Over. And Jordan. Over. Chuck Sugo, he said, over Denver going over. They have slowly gotten better every year, and their system is solid. They'll cruise to 50 wins. I see potential to maybe get 60. I'm uh, along the lines of him I think I've gone over as well I think um, having Michael Porter Jr. coming as on as your like ninth or your 10th best player shows how deep they are mm. um, you've got Gary Harris Jamal Murray's I think expect a big 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 you're out of Malik Beasley and you've also got a real good coach and Mike Malone will probably win coach of the year so I've uh, gone over there Detroit tough one Detroit won 41 last year 37.5 is the over Adam what do you reckon I love my boy. They're going over. Derek Rose is going to drag him to 50. <laughs> and win MVP. <laughs> and win MVP. Jordan? Uh, I'm going over as well. Steven? Over. I have gone under because it's dependent upon Blake Griffin. Um, if Blake Griffin is healthy, then they're going to go over. If Blake Griffin has to carry the team like he did last year, he's going to get injured and they're going to go under. So my under is based on the assumption Blake. Is, is based on the assumption Blake Griffin doesn't stay fit and same goes with my brother, I yeah, believe. Yeah. So Blake is healthy, they go over. Blake misses 30 games, the team goes under. So it's the same sort of situation. Golden State, they last year, they obviously got 57 wins. Um, this year, their over-under is 47.5. Uh, Jordan? That's too tough, man. Um, I think they're under that. I think they're under, uh, under that because they... I, like, I can Four see games. Steph being good, but... Steph getting injured, D'Lo can't carry that team and they don't have any players around that. So Steven? Yeah, I think they're under. I think they're they're close. They're not they're not like yeah, thirty eight, they're not they're like one or two games out of that. Um, I was considering what Barber said, I think they're they are they're flirting with the fact that if if Steph gets injured, then they're, they, they're done. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna be under for me. So we've all uh, we've all gone under there. Um, yeah, I believe they go under purely on the basis of, yes, you got offense from Steph, but let's say he gives you 40 points a game, who's going to give you the other 60? Because you're going to be conceding 100 points with that defense. They've got mm-hmm. no one there. Draymond's going to have to have an unbelievable year. I did uh, pick him for Defensive Player of the Year, but uh, even that, they're going to have to have you know serious stops, and D'Angelo's going to have to drop a lot of points. So I'm going the under. Mason said, uh, Golden State could easily go over. They don't have the wings to cover a league in which so much of team success comes from the dynamic and versatile small forward, power forward position. 
Marquez Chris is a witch's hat on defense. Going to be interesting. So what? Witch's hat. So just stand still. You know, doesn't move me. through. No, I know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be witch's hat? Marquez Chris. Chris. He was at uh, Phoenix last year. Uh, Houston, actually, Houston. Okay, Houston, right on cue. Fifty-three wins last year. They are over under this year is fifty-three point five. Stephen, what do you reckon? Under. Under. Why are you under? Don't know. I've gone. A, I've gone. I've gone a strong over on this. I think Houston are going to be a 60-win team. I think Russ and Harden is the most exciting duo in the competition. No. Even, though, even though I don't like them both individually, they won 53 last year. And they're, the line's 53.5. I think this is going to be an exciting team. It could either go two ways. It could be horrendous or it can be absolutely amazing. Remember they did start off terribly last year too. Absolutely amazing. So I think they're close to a 60-win team. I'm going the over. Jordan. I'm going over as well. Yep. Uh, Adam? I'm going over with a, um, a mid-season bust-up. Mid-season bust-up. Yeah. Uh, Chocolate Suggs gone. Houston, over. I'm going to find a way to work both Harden and Westbrook into preferred lineups. This is an analytics team to its core, and Maury is, is a smart guy. No one thought Harden would ever be this efficient except Darren Maury and co. So he's gone over. All right, Indiana Pacers. A uh, lot of hype surrounding the Indiana Pacers. Um, they picked up Malcolm Brogdon in the off-season. They also picked up uh, TJ Warren. They picked up Jeremy Lamb. They lost Bogdan Bogdanovich, who was arguably the best player because Victor Debo is still expected to be out for longer. So that's my little summary of the Indiana Pacers. I have gone Indiana under. Sue has gone Indiana under. Um, what's, the, what's the line? 46.5. He reckons it's a tough one. Got a, new pe- a couple of uh, new pieces on the court. He's going under if, with injuries. If Oladipo, maybe a playoff team still. If Oladipo... Wasn't injured, I would definitely say over. Yeah, I get that, but he's but he's there. so I only go probably under. What do you reckon, Jordan? How many wins? They won four last year, forty seven. They need this year. No, I'm seeing him under. Under. All right, uh, LA Clippers. Uh, last year they won forty eight. <coughs> this year fifty four point five. They need over or under, Jordan. Yeah, they're going over. They're getting fifty eight. You don't reckon a uh, regular season team? You reckon they're, they're saving their players? No, nah, they'll, they'll still be they'll still be a, like a so, close so, to. So, so they're going to win 50, 55 games. I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve? Over. Perhaps. They're the 65. Defensively sound. Sorry to yeah, interrupt. Yeah, over. Um, can score. Off the bench. Yeah, they won't have That's our uh, clean sweep. We've all gone over. I'll read out Mason's. Clippers have kept the same core, which won them 48 games. Oh, uh, and they added PG-13 and Kawhi, two of the best two-way players in the game. <laughs> this team should, got over, should go over this. My question is around George's health and the Clippers' importance to finish number one seat. So that's what I put to you. Yeah. Are they a regular season team or are they a playoff team? I've gone over purely on the basis that, yeah, they've got they defense, they've got offense. They won that last year. Yeah, they, I, I reckon they can manage that one play, well. like, home finals. And, and they've got Doc Rivers. This one's been interesting. The LA Lakers, they uh, won 37 games last year. You're adding arguably a once-in-generational player in Anthony Davis to your team. Their over-under is 51.5. <laughs> I am going over purely on the basis a team that has LeBron James and Anthony Davis is going to win more than 51 games, in yeah. my opinion. So yeah. that's keeping it I'm plain right. and simple. Of course, if you say one gets injured, they're done. But I'm going to be on the I basis think... that they both stays. One gets injured, right? So let's say Davis gets injured, it's just LeBron. So it'd be LeBron with a worse team than he had last year. So be, that would be less than Dwight Howard. Much worse. Dwight Howard's ever. So start you going. I'm going over. I'm going over. Yeah, I'll agree. Over? The slug said under. So, L-L-L-L-L Lakers. So, it's you that means for losses. 
I've had I've hated their off-season moves. Yeah, Anthony Davis is amazing, and I have him to win the MVP. But the supporting cast stinks. Sure, LeBron is healthy, but there were stretches last year where he was going beast and still taking hard L's. I doubt this team wins more than 50 games. It's good analysis. Um, the yeah, opposite. So he didn't have it too like he has. Yeah, but also the league's not like it was last year either. Yeah, true. So, Memphis Grizzlies, tough one for everyone to pick. Uh, they've got Jamaran, they've got uh, Triple J, they've got uh, a couple more young, exciting players in that team. They won 33 last year. So, they won 33 last year. Their over-under is 27.5, and you're adding Jamaran. I'm going over. I've gone over. I'm going under. Under for Star Babs. Because I did lose Mike Connolly. Over. Over, and myself and Mason have gone over. Mason reckons... Last year, the Grizzlies won 33 games. They added Ja Morant, and Triple J is only getting better and better. My guess is the team wins 30 games and takes another lottery pick this year. Builds around the wins from this season to help build confidence for Morant and Triple J. All right, we're over halfway now, guys. So, Adam throwing this to you, Miami. They won 39 games last year. They predicted over-under is 44.5. How do you feel about that? Um, I think they're going under. I think Jimmy Butler's is a good player. I think he's a result of hard work, mm-hmm. but also I don't think he's that talented to drag the team over. So you go under. Yeah. For, this is the easiest money there ever is to make. These guys are never winning 40 games. But Mason has gone bro. over. Miami don't have any cat space left as well as dick old draft picks. If any team is in win now mode, it's the Miami Heat. Spolstra has his man in Jimmy Butler and the supporting cast only got better with Whiteside leaving. Spol is a smart, Harrow looks good, and Bam is going to have a career again. I'm going to argue against that. I'm going to say under. I think Bam Adebayo is good. He's not as hype as everyone has said. And then to Adam's point, Jimmy Butler's a great player, but he's got where he wants to be now. He's now living in South Beach. He's now yeah, surrounded he's... by the platinum pussy. So I'm going Miami under um, stuff. So I reckon this could go either way. They could go just over or just under. They'll be it is, Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a slight under. Yeah, so I think we got a slight over. Slight over for... Starve and Babs. Yeah, I said I'm not. I hate Jimmy Butler. So, Milwaukee. Miami. 60 win team last year. The only 60 win team last year. Their predicted over under this year is 57.5. Um, under. Why? Wow. Philly are too strong. I have also gone under, but not on that. I've gone under on the fact that. And they've also, lost, they've lost Brogdon. They've added Robin Lopez, who so I don't really like. It's going to affect their dynamics. Oh, yeah. And I Robin think Janus. He's got room to improve his three-point shot, but other than that... He can be figured out. Yeah, so I'm going under. Um, just find someone bigger than him. <laughs> Jordan? No, i got to trust the Greek freak, man, but I, I do see your points, um, and I can see Giannis getting figured out. And Steven? I, got, I think they're around effective. that same mark, 60 wins, 59. Uh, Sug, over. Line seems high. Not sure Brook Lopez will replicate the numbers from last year. However, if I was to guess, it would be over this line because I think Philly and Bucks will be in the race from that one seed in the East. All right. Minnesota, um, I'm just going under. Uh, this one's actually a tough one for me because the line is 35.5 and they won 36 last year. I'm going over. Um, so for me, it's under. But Cal Anthony Town is going to have to get yeah. 40 points a game. Yeah, I'm so, going over. I'm going under. I think he's... Barbers? Over. All right. New Orleans Pelicans. 33 win team last year. This year, over under is 37.5. For me, it's a strong over. I think it's a strong over. They have to win five more games and you're adding in... Uh, you're, adding, you're getting rid of Davis, yes, but he didn't play much last year. You're adding in Lonzo Ball, you're adding in Zion Williamson, you're adding in Brandon Ingram, JJ Redick, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. they got lots of talent. 
Yeah, Derek Favors for me. That those five players add to five more wins for me. Yeah, over those five players that have never played together though. Under for Jordan and Stephen. Over. Zion gets injured for twenty games. Yeah, yeah. Lots of ball gets injured for twenty games. Mm. As of this morning. Zion won't be starting the season, but the no. team they put around him aren't that bad. Drew Holiday is the point guard, not Lonzo Ball. I don't think a team with Lonzo at the one can win 37.5, but one with Drew absolutely can. They're long and they will hurt, hurt opposition for, uh, front courts. I like these guys even without Zion. So he's an over. Ooh. All right, we're going down to the New York City Knicks. The concrete jungle. The concrete jungle, the big apple, my boys. And one should one. I start with what Mason read? I wonder. Wait, wait, wait. What's the line? No, 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 no. Over. You guys are both going over. Mason, under. <laughs> what? That's, what's that's, 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 that that's such a chop thing to do. Yeah. The line's 27.5. This is, this is pure, no, 27.5. This is purely not to jinx the Knicks. He knows that they're so going he over. Said under, they're going to be 10 more games. He said under, but close. And I, my thing is over, but close. Under, I can't even. Honestly, it will just zigzag on my opinion on this. I hope we win 30 games because players like Robson, RJ, and Knox need to taste a run of success in the NBA. Anything less and Fizdale isn't doing them justice. I want to say they go under purely from what I've seen from Fizz in the preseason. He's played them a lot, and I think we have a pretty good idea the offense is dysfunctional and streaky. My point is very similar, but I think you add Marcus Morris to that and a couple of other players, and I think we just get... I'm looking at the 30-win team, so I'm going over. Under for Steven. No, I'm saying over. Oh, well, I mean, he's not boring, is he? Uh, and it's, not, it's not on Morris uh, to go I'm, I'm going over, because I have faith... In RJ? In RJ. Yeah, that's what I think he's... I, I reckon RJ is going to get... Better than Zion. Rook of the year. Okay, see. It's a tough one, because you don't know if Chris Paul's going to hang around. Um, <laughs> I highly doubt it. They won 49 <laughs> games last year. They need to win 33 this year, and I think they can do that regardless of if Chris Paul's there or not. Yeah, so I'm going over. I'm going under. I'm that's, going six, under. that's 16 less games. I'm not. <sighs> under for Jordan, under for Adam, and stuff. Yeah, so OKC, if they keep it all together, it is over. I love Gallo on the Knicks. Absolutely loved him. He's a pure scorer and a hell of a teammate. He's perfect for Chris Paul and the young guys there. The reign of Westbrook is over, and players have a chance to breathe. I don't think they blow this up. No one wants CP's contract to he's over. Uh, Orlando, for me, this is a strong over. For Mason, it's a no clue over. The line yeah. is 42. Uh, 40. 40.5. 40.5, and they won 42 last year. Alright, the key to Ooh. them is Mr. Fultz. Good point. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> I didn't want to sound like a movie, but... <laughs> no, it's a good point. <laughs> Mr. Fultz is the man, and I reckon he's going to have a good year. Over. Oh, wait, no, under still under. They still suck. Let's do under. Abs? No, I'm going under as well. Stuff? Uh, over. Alright. Philadelphia 76ers, uh, their line is 54.5. They won 51 last year. Once again, I think they're well over for me. Uh, Mason's gone over. Philly are going to be juggernauts. Forget his stroke. Simmons has changed his mind and he's going to go join us on all these motherfuckers. <laughs> this team is full of competitors oh, and they are one. going to want the number one seed. And I 100% agree with him. I'm over. 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 <laughs> he's so funny, man. Yeah, I'll go over too. They're a pretty good team. Phoenix. They won 19 last year. They are predicted to win 28.5 over or under. Under. So, Barbas. Yeah, I don't think they win enough games. I don't think they win... What did you say? 28 games? 29. 29 games. I don't think so. I don't think... I think over. They've still got Booker, don't they? Yeah. He's like the modern-day Kobe, so over. 
Does he have another 10 okay. games in him in one season? Yeah, boy. So, uh, Sug has said 10-man rotation throughout the season. Rebuild will help facilitate, but I don't think he's changed outcomes of games against NBA guys, unlike the World Championships. He's gone under. I've gone over, uh, same as Adam. I think that they got a strong team. I actually had their team here, and, I'll, team and I was really impressed. So if I was to go to the Phoenix Suns... Yeah, have, it depends on what Aiden what I, what I capable of. So if I was to read this team out to you, just quickly, I want to tell me if you now change your mind on if you think they're over a 28.5 team. So they got DeAndre Aiden, Aaron Baines, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Jevin Carter, Sheik Dallow, Harper, Ty Jerome is the guy they picked up. Cameron Johnson they picked up. Tyler Johnson they picked up from Miami. Frank Kaminsky they picked up from Charlotte. Elia Kobo, Kelly Oubre Jr., Ricky Rubio, and Dario Saric. To me, that's I like a lot of those players. To me, I think that's an over 28.5. You still think they are under? Yes, just. Cool. Uh, Portland, uh, they won 53 games last year. Their over-under is 46.5. Oh, they go over that, but they don't beat their record last year. So they're like a 50-win team. Yeah. They go over that. Is Nurkic back? No. How, how long? Oh, maybe till March. What? We're two years out. I mean, two years. Did it late in the year? Did he? Yeah, yeah just before yeah. finals. Yeah. What? I thought oh, he got injured like three quarters. last year as well. Three quarters was before last year. Just for the finals. Yeah. I think they go over. I've gone a strong under. This is going to be one of my strong, strong under. So, flop. So, well, let me put it to you. So, they lost Alfred Camino, the chief, mm. who is great defender and gave points. They lost Mo Harkless, who's one of their best wings, who would score great defender. Yeah. They lost, um, obviously, Nurkic, he's not going to be there the majority of the year. Mm. They lost Seth Curry. Mm. I'm just talking about scoring the loss and defence, right? Yeah. And who they bring in? Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, boy, big year. Hassan Whiteside, who is the definition of trash. I wouldn't have him in my team. If, if I get him for a million dollars, I wouldn't have him. Big year. Hassan Whiteside. They got Kent Bazemore, who suddenly has gone from back in 2011 to 2012, he was on the Warriors bench, played two minutes. Then he went to Atlanta. No one wanted him. Went to bounce around. And now suddenly he's starting for the Portland Trailblazers. Portland well, also lost Jake Lehman, and they also lost Miles Lennon, right? So, What's to me, they lost way Who too they much talent. Who's the players they brought in? Hassan Whiteside, Rodney Hood, Kent Bazemore. They didn't pick up anyone exciting. I think I just really like Damon. Thank you. Mason, I think, said the same thing. This team uh, is going under. Their only saving grace is that Damon Lillard has such control of the locker room and allows for a great team culture. These guys play for each other, but by losing such great team players, they have left themselves vulnerable to some real slippage. Cool, cool. Sacramento. Good team. Can you go over under? Got a lot of young players. Bagley, Fox. Um, going under. That's a lot. Yeah, that's uh, 37.5. Oh, they won 39 last year. That's a lot. They won, under. They won, they won two more games last year. We'll go over. Not under. San Antonio, they won 48 last year and 46.5 is their line this year. I think they go under. I feel like they're just, they're declining very, very slowly. No, they're around under. their ninth seed. Under. Under. So we've got a clean sweep in the under. We've all agreed on that. Um, Sue reckons that uh, I believe we'd have to do something with the Rosen. Christ, this team doesn't look like it will go well over 500 just based on the competition of the, uh, of the rest of the West. But every year they do. I'm going to go with a Corey Homicide Williams shit take here and say San Antonio Spurs will miss the playoffs and Pop will call it quits at the season's end. Big one. Toronto Raptors. 58 win team last year. Your NBA champions. They won 58. This year, they need to win 47. Bubs. They're under as well. Yeah. So they're losing 11, 11 more games this year? Yeah. Stuff? Mm, over. Babs? Under. 
I also gone under. Um, my brother has gone over. They keep it together. They go over. They trade Larry. They obviously will miss. Two teams left, Utah Jazz. A lot of high-brown Utah Jazz. They signed Mike Conley. They signed Bogdan. Bogdanovich, Jay Ingles will now be playing six-man coming off the bench. you still got Rudy Gobert. you still got Spider Mitchell. Um, so for me, Utah Jazz go over. Their uh, win, 50, and their 54 line is 54.5. 54.5, you reckon they go over? Yeah. No, I, agree. I think they're going under. That's huge. That's a Utah. B- they're going under. I'm going under as well. They don't get near it. I reckon they're a 50-win team, but not a, not a 55, 60-win team. George's going under. I'm under as well. All right, Washington Wizards, they won 32 last year. They need to win 28 this year to be above the line. Under. 27 and a half is the line. 27 and a half. They won 32. The team's unchanged. Pretty much the exact same team. Under. No, they go over. Bradley Beal. Fantasy. So that is all ours. So I'll just do a quick... Count and uh, I've gone sixteen over, fourteen under. Mason's gone fifteen over, fifteen under. Jordan's gone fifteen, fifteen. Stephen's gone fourteen, and perhaps fifteen and fifteen. There you go. So uh, just to wrap it up, my lock was the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Stephen, yeah, who's your lock? Miami under. Miami under for Jordan. I like it. I'm backing him in. Miami under. <laughs> Fuck Jimmy Butler. Yeah, right. He's a menace. I'd like to say Philly finishing in the top two in the East. That's it, Philly's done. All right, so that's the first pod that we've done under the uh, four-point play. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed our new podcast. Like I said, we'll be with you every week. Try and do it at least once a week and based on NBA. The NBA starts Wednesday here, Australian West Stand time. That starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, I believe. The Lakers and the Clippers. Lakers and Clippers, followed by the supposed to be Toronto Raptors and Zion Williamson, but he will not be playing. Um... For Stavros, for Barbers, for Paps, and for myself, Jordan, that's it for us today, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. See you later. Ciao. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around the we world. Are the best uh, uh, to the beach, They're y'all. Playing basketball. Let's go. Uh, all around the we world. The yeah, I know. Basketball. This is so, so dead. <laughs>